Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dame Baptiste Questions Everything, a podcast where myself, comedian and writer Dame Baptiste, my producer friend Howard Cohen, a.k.a. The Hizzer, Hello. And Ofe, a.k.a. O-Town, on the decks, and a mix of special guests pose the questions that need to be asked. And we're talking everything from Pan-Africanism to pancakes, from nice. surrealism Ooh. to uh, salubriousness. Nice. That was do, my way they kind of will, will my cat ever kill again? It's been about, it's been about six months. Hope so. Getting, gonna get rusty otherwise. She is looking rusty, mate. She's desperately just waiting by corners of rooms, hoping a mouse comes out. That's I'm right. Like, she'll, she'll get it back. Get, she'll get your tactics. The blood, yeah, get the blood lust. She'll get the blood lust bloodlust back but we'll keep you updated listeners yeah yeah so feline murder always good in this podcast <laughs> so everything <laughs> yeah every question every, every question. type of question yes with that in mind on today's show our guest is one of the uk's rising comedy stars she was nominated for best newcomer at the edinburgh comedy awards for her debut hour fight she has written and performed in hit viral sketches for bbc3 she has a unique russian family background which we hopefully hear or will learn about it is the truly unique olga koch Thank you very, very much. Have I said your surname correctly? Yeah, very, close enough. I was convinced you said Wilma Cat, and I was like, is this a serial killer? Because no. <laughs> her name's like Wilma, Wilma from... Wilma Cat, that like Wilma Cat killer. could be a serial killer. Wilma, Wilma Cat. From, no, it's Wilma, uh, Wilma Cat killer. And I was like, if it's a known serial killer, they should be locked up. Why are we waiting for them to murder again? I think Wilma was a serial killer, was she? Although. Although. Mm. I find the cat thing interesting on one level, Olga, because people hate me talking... Some people hate me talking about my cat. Some people absolutely love it. And so for those people, I'm going to continue to occasionally... You do talk a lot about your cat. Just occasionally bring it up. As a fan of the podcast. Thank you. But I mean, I don't go on. I just, at times, (laughs) there's interesting questions that we can open up into wider debates about life. And sometimes it's just like, God, that cat stopped killing things. A little bit sad. Trying to get back in the game. It's hard, isn't it? You're like a bad cat. I don't know. Maybe she's, you know, maybe she just needs to... She hasn't met the right victim yet. Are we saying victim when it comes to animals? Because they don't, do animals often kill for like sport or revenge like human beings do? That's, That's not my question, question, by the way. But Have you ever had a cat? No. Do you ever have a, have a pet? My dad was given two dogs for his 40th birthday, <laughs> which is the most unresponsible <laughs> gift anyone could ever give anyone. Two dogs? Imagine what, just being what, like, breed, what breed of dogs? Uh, German Shepherds. Oh, Fuck so, like, you! So, like, like, kept outside. It's, like, it's so much responsibility. Mm. So now your dad basically has both a Turner and, Ho- a Turner and a Hooch <laughs> and a canine from the film Canine. Yeah, yeah. wow. That's tough. What, they... is he, what was his response? I mean, that's a, that's a major present. Fully grown German Shepherds. No, no, they were babies, but oh, like, okay. still. I mean, everybody knows where that ends up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big ass dog. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it wasn't it wasn't fun. I think we ended up giving them away to my grandmother because she like had the like the space because she lived in the countryside. Because mm. you can't just give people two German shepherds. 
Yeah, like usually just give people like if you got kids and stuff, like give people's kids really noisy presents. You, or just mm. money. Do you know what a present is? Money, Do you know right? what isn't a present is a lifestyle change. Let me change your lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, that is not a present. Me, really. <laughs> hey, fancy changing your life? Uh, yeah, you have. You can only go out for like four hours at a time now. Yeah, it's yeah. like fuck. And these now, fucking... and now your 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 outdoor activities are no longer dictated by climate. They're dictated by the need for your new family members to defecate and urinate oh god it's whether you, whether you want to go or not and that's one thing I will say about the cat I have never had anything to do with my cat's feces or urine I've never had to get involved she yeah. pops out and she's got a weird method as well not all cats do this but she <laughs> she does her business and then she'll kind of get up and she'll look at it and then she'll get her aunt poor a poor and just kind of cover it all up like she's burying it and not all cats bury apparently I like, I like, I like that cat yeah it's quite tidy because some people yeah. go oh I don't like it because they're shitting in my garden it's like no she's putting it in the mud and she's covering it up but you've got a lovely little bit of compost there mate there you go I like, I like, <laughs> I like, yeah. I like that you. cat yeah. I feel like you this get to this podcast is sponsored by the cat lobby <laughs> I would very happily get a cat sponsor for the show I would have a cat sponsor for the show okay well we'll reach out is it Iams they do cat food Iams and stuff Iams nice cat food Iams is cool it is it's good cat food Olga you're laughing wait, wait, it's good not, cat food. And you know this by feeding it to your wife? Sorry, this is a callback to the Phil Wang episode. Thank you very much. (laughs) Very good. Well, we've never had anyone do a callback, then. We've really made it. Even I don't do callbacks, and I'm on the podcast all the time. Well, sometimes you'll insult me for something that's clearly been going on for many months. That's the one callback you can can have. I mean, insult is a stretch. Remember that time you beat somebody up from school? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. He actually is really happy. He was really happy with how that podcast turned out. Big Mike. And we made fun of you. You, and you didn't get all Liam Neeson about it. I've never, I've never got revenge on anyone other than that. That's going to make more sense. That would make more <laughs> sense today if you heard it today, or listeners. But yeah. you won't. But yeah. at time won't. of recording, that was a lot funnier. Mm. It was. A, well, should we have a question? From that. Should we should have, have a question, question then? Because because um, that's what this, this as, uh, podcast is about, right? First time caller, long time listener. Uh, I hope you know how the uh, the how this works. Uh, as our esteemed guest, uh, very glad you could come down. Mm. So uh, the first question, you have the floor to ask the first question. So my first question is, how much do you owe to your country? Cool. So basically, I got into this huge debate because I myself am an immigrant. And I'm, I was very much my whole life this kind of person who's like, well, it doesn't matter really what patch of land I was born on. Why do I owe it to anything? Mm-hmm. And especially given like how the country where I'm from has treated my family. I'm like, I don't owe these people shit. Am I allowed to curse? Yeah, you can say what you want. Um, so what does it matter? I'm just going to move like all these lines are arbitrary. But at the same time, I have a really good friend in America who currently is in New York and she feels guilt about leaving, if she she would leave, if she had the means to leave, because she's like, well, I'm leaving all these people who don't have the means to leave, and I feel like if everybody has the means to leave, we'll just leave all these people stranded. And right now in America, in such a sensitive time, I need to be canvassing, I need to be using like all the platform I have, and I have this sort of feeling where like, should I be doing doing the thing in Russia and like helping LGBT activists and stuff? Because mm. I look back at them and I think, well, should I be there? But at the same time, I feel like also like just stay where you're from is also really kind of yeah. backwards. It's an interesting way to think of It's an interesting things. yeah, it is an interesting way of thinking of things. I mean, my instant question there is is where do, where do we each identify? So you you're you're saying Russia? Well, I was born there. Yeah, so but that's but, but I, you yeah. have an identification of some part of your identity. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is is Russian. You I I I have no as a you know, my Jewish heritage means that I have no concept of what bit of Poland or Hungary or any of that region that we probably just passing through as we fled uh, in the kind of, you know, turn of the, the t- into the 20th century. So I'm always going to be British. Uh, danger 
feel that same for you? Do you feel 100% British or do you, you, you always often I mean, mention Dan? I don't, I don't really feel, it's not I don't feel, I don't feel 100% British, but that's not because I just don't consider a nation or nationality as part of my self image. Mm-hmm. Because as you said, it's one of these things where I had no control over the landmass in which I was born into. So it doesn't make up a part of, I guess, my uh, identity or uh, my self esteem. Because I think that's the issue is that mm. once we get too bogged down with this idea of nation, then this is where. Uh, oh yeah, I hate like I hate yeah. I mm. no, like obviously I hate nationalism, but I hate even the idea of patriotism. I, yeah, have, yeah. I feel absolutely. I suppose the way to I suppose one way to look that. at it is if you were competing in a professional sport at the Olympics, you go Russia. I mean, I'd they... be super skinny. <laughs> is the first. Well, maybe it depends on <laughs> depends what event you were doing. Maybe you were shot. You maybe should do shot put or you know weight deadlifts or. Uh, Female bodybuilder is a dream of mine. Yeah. We could do it. We could make that <laughs> you happen. See, you should see Fern Brady's arms. They're fucking amazing. Yeah, do you know what? She they were shape. some guns. So she's got some guns. That was the uh, gun show that night. But I think that's an interesting way of looking at it, right? Yeah. Who, would you, who would you represent at the Olympics? Like, myself. Yeah. I wouldn't care. I mean, whoever would let me, put, who would never let me compete, to be honest with you. Yeah. You get a lot, of, a lot of footballers who don't make the England team ended up playing for their uh, parents' countries of origin. Mm. So I'm happy to do that. But um, I would say that you don't necessarily have an obligation to serve a nation. You can serve people within that nation. So in terms of like, you know, um, Russia, I don't think you have any obligation to serve your nation. But so far as, it, you know, if you have an affinity and you uh, have an altruistic, uh, uh, I guess, need or compulsion to help the LGBT community, that's uh, very different to serving your nation. So I think you can you don't necessarily have to be on that landmass in order for you to do it. So. Myself, personally, when it came to something like competing in the Olympics and stuff like that, maybe that's part of the problem that even stuff like games are done along national lines. Mm. So even on a very, uh, I guess, um, I guess a lot more of a, a milder level, it's still kind of encouraging some level of uh, nationalism or jingoism mm. um, as a result. So, I mean, in terms of the Olympics, I think maybe that should be completely meritocratic. And instead of us worrying about, you know, who that nation that person represents. It's just that if that person is very good at uh, or has an aptitude for that sport, mm. maybe that should be the focus of it instead of, you know, having a focus on, um, you know, national lines in terms of separating people in order for us to compete. Because even really when we comes to like sports, it doesn't really make sense because with football, you have an England team and a Scotland team and an Irish team. But then in the Olympics, you have Great Britain. So yeah. there's no, even there's no real actual basis for how we kind of, Divide us along uh, I kind of national, wonder, national uh, lines. Yeah, I mean, I kind of wonder at times if it's kind of like some people. I feel like they owe they 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 feel they owe their country something. Do you know what I mean? Like you often hear. Well, that. there's that, but there's also kind of survivor's guilt, as in like if I have the means to leave, if I'm not a refugee, if I'm not escaping anything, but I have the like financial means to leave this country, I'm leaving some people behind. There's survivor's guilt be- behind that, being like, well, why should why am I not using those resources to help them, mm-hmm. the people who can't do it. And why am I using them selfishly? But at the same time, all of us are drawing that line somewhere where it's like, why aren't we giving away all of our money? Why are we mm. like, why do we ever treat ourselves to anything nice? There is that line. I never treat myself to anything nice. That's another, <laughs> that's another story. Your cat, Howard. on the other hand. The cat. Hmm? The oh, cat. I didn't, it came with the wife. <laughs> well, there you go. Two for one. Yeah, that wasn't, I didn't even treat myself. Like finding my wife, but that's another conversation. But also, like, if I'm thinking, like, why is it that I feel like I owe anything to the Russian LGBT community and not the LGBT community in Saudi Arabia? They're both like arbitrary mm. LGBT communities in the world. Why is it that I feel I owe more to one than the other? But I think it's interesting, kind of, uh, it's like cultures and reference points where you kind of look at it and go, so if you were a musician who who had moved to the UK at some point. Uh, from another country, let's just pick, I don't know, Jamaica as a as a mm-hmm. uh, as a country. 
Uh, and you came to the UK and you'd obviously been inspired by that country that you came from. And now you reap rewards and you're this big music star in the UK. So I'm going to go back to Jamaica and I feel like I owe them some. That's a very clear national identity affiliation obligation thing mm. to have, right? But not everything's that clear cut. No. Uh, That's yeah. the problem, right? And also, yeah, and also That's again, such a clear, easy way to see it, right? You would feel, yeah. I'm going to go back, like Bruce Springsteen, you know, has travelled the world and yet still has New Jersey yeah. in his heart, yeah. you know? But and so, like, I guess that's home where the heart is. And again, I think that's more, that comes more from a uh, communal identity as opposed to a national one again, where mm-hmm. it's like you go back to where you came from because obviously those, it takes a village to raise a child under that, under that kind of, uh, mm. I guess, premise is that, you know, a lot of your sensibilities and maybe some of your uh, mechanisms by which you've been able to navigate the world outside of your community, um, you want to go back and kind of, contribute to that because you know that's where you came from but i think um so far as like the i understand the kind of thing for survivor's guilt but i feel like that's uh it's not necessarily oh because if you pay tax then you're already kind of paying back into a state anyway Mm -hmm. and really the only people that i think uh have any obligation to serve a nation are civil servants they're elected for that purpose and it used and you think it was under the premise that they are supposed to be selfless and they are civil servants that uh, mm. work on behalf of civilians and they are the ones who are supposed to effectively uh, through, uh, you know, I guess policy and legislation be able to improve the lives mm. of the uh, community as a whole. But it's interesting as well that every case will have its own different merits. Yeah. And, like, so, but, and, and I think it's important for our listeners to fully understand who Olga is because... Yeah, I don't know how much you like to, to reveal about your background, but you have a particular affiliation to that country. So surprise, surprise, I was born in Russia. That's why yeah. I, yeah, why I, I <laughs> that changes everything. Yeah. I mean, if my gold shoes didn't let you no, know. No, they, they are incredible shoes. Solid gold. Um, I but, wear at least three types of leopard print on at all times. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like a Persian? Um, it's, I, think, I think it's just generally that, that kind of area. Mm. Yeah. I like it, but the no, no uh, leopards aren't really indigenous to those areas, though, are they? A, a very high beauty standards for women to be leopards. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so pretty high. It's very high. Yeah. yeah. Also, <laughs> leopards are kind of endangered, so that's kind of a worrying parallel. Oh yeah, I mean, so, and uh, yeah. also actively hunted by the elite. Mm. Oh man. Yeah. Also, Paris Fashion Week this year has declared um, leopard as a neutral. So like black, white, denim, leopard is just oh. just a neutral. Oh, yeah. oh, nice, <laughs> oh, very worrying. But the, 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 <laughs> just getting your basics. Yeah, yeah it's very worrying. The thing that was Haynes in... leopards. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that was in my head uh, asking you that is because obviously I've, I've I've seen your show uh, and 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 I mean I don't know how much they know. I mean I don't know how much you want to reveal because we want people to come to the show and not have spoilers. Uh, on this podcast but like you have an incredible family re- relationship with that that country right so my parents uh to to keep it as vague but as clear as possible my parents are essentially like um they've seeked polit- political asylum in germany so they live in germany now and they can't go back to russia and um just broadly my family is not welcome in russia let's mm. just say and, that and, but and, i still have like a bunch of family like, like extended family that sure still lives there. but I, and I, I will definitely not spoil anything here right because i know you i assume well, I, didn't, I didn't get to see the show now i'm massively intrigued so <laughs> oh, that's what, that's what uh, I mean, you gotta go to swansea tomorrow to see me i'm gonna be in, <laughs> i'm gonna be in cardiff this weekend <laughs> Yeah. Are you gonna, how long are you going to be there for? No, no, and then I'm coming back and doing it in Brighton. Sorry, no. selfish. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. is a bit selfish. Selfish. Um, but the 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 
I mean, to anyone who, who wants to go and see Olga or, you know, whatever this show becomes in the future, you tell a story of kind of, uh, you know, the Soviet Union and kind of represent that era and then how your family kind of had interaction with that era, with that era is, it is fascinating. And, 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 and the national identity of that time right. was so messed up, right? It wasn't clear from the way that's what you present in your show mm-hmm. and a real unclear national identity, like the whole, this isn't a spoiler, so I'm going to say it, but the whole pizza hut advert that you put that isn't a spoiler, is it? No, go no, ahead. Yeah, yeah. With, with, with Mikhail Gor- Gorbachev, the general secretary of the Communist Party at the time, was in a Pizza Hut ad. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> so Gorbachev that's like was Theresa in- May doing Domino's right now. <laughs> yeah, but it's the way that they advertise. It's like you can't. It's almost the perfect exposition of a of a national identity fucked up, right? right. Just, yeah, nobody yeah, yeah. knows what this national identity is anymore. So let's put the president in the you know in the in the American capitalist thing that's entering our. Uh, well. What's on a Gorbachev pizza? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, the perestroika. Uh, what's on that? I mean, pigs. Oh, like pork. He like just had oink. pork on his right. Oink. I don't know. Like I just pe- pepperoni. And... Just made that up. Didn't oh, I? you made up. It wasn't true. There wasn't oh, a Gorbachev. Of course not. I didn't. I a pizza hut. <laughs> uh, some people are doing sandwiches and stuff. Yeah, I, was, I was like, oh. thought there was a pizza. Gorbachev got his own pizza in pizza, which would have made more sense. It would have made much more sense for you to be in a pizza advert if you had your own pizza. I'll get. I'll get the Mihail Gorbachev. <laughs> I mean, that's all right. Pizza. Pizza has gone the same way as the Soviet Union. Hey. They have they are slipping yeah. because a big thing about Domino's and pizza was because Domino's uh, used to deliver and pizza yeah. didn't. So there was a lot of, like for like late eighties, uh, early nineties, like pizza was almost like in the same market position as like Nando's. It was like semi fast food, right? So you families would go in there and dine with like cutlery and stuff like that, and they didn't deliver. And it was in fact Domino's that started delivering first, uh, and then coupled with them appearing product placement appearing in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <gasps> franchise. They just took over. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. And then you got Papa John's. And then gentrifiers kind of have sourdough pizza, like Franco Mancas yeah. and like Pizza Express. So Pizza Hut it's just ain't what it used to be. Also, yeah. I ordered a Pizza Hut about two years ago, and it was like 45 minutes late. And I was like, hey, where's the pizza? And the guy was like, oh, yeah, you won't believe it, yeah? Like, the driver, he got hit by a car. Oh, my God. Yeah, and we were like, that's a lie, isn't it? And he was <gasps> like, no, yeah, he's just late, so... <laughs> 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 he's, he's wicked but please just keep continue to do you know what no the one thing I will say for pizza and I'm a very healthy man as you know Dane but I oh, pizza hut buffet I can see me just imagine sitting there for a couple of hours just just wandering around that buffet. national identity that's part of your national identity uh-huh. you're not, yeah. pizza hut buffet okay but they did, didn't they try to make that comeback by making the stuffed crust like they would do just obscene just really perverted things with the crust they would do the yeah, hot dog crust yeah hot dog in it yeah and yeah, I was yeah, like yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, a cheeseburger that's a last, crust yeah 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 that's oh, like a yeah, last ditch ridiculous. resort to be like please and then yeah. Yeah, after that you're just like it's not even food okay just come on man it's, it's not pi- <laughs> alright fine it, it's not pizzas okay but just come on just come please pencils in the crust you can't put pencils in the crust I'm picky I'm getting free pencils but this is disgusting do you like olives yeah do you like crust where are you going with this <laughs> um I, I do think it's a really interesting question though because 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 i we, you know we've talked a lot about nationality and, and, yeah. and, and nationalism on the on this show and 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 it is a, a, a kind of blurred line of of community versus a national identity that's the bit i think that you owe your community that you have some identity with right and if olga becomes what hopefully she will which is some kind of mad netflix starring 
you know, comedy god of some kind, or you know, whatever happens to your career, you could use or that. whatever. Or, you know, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just you know making up some version yeah. of your future where maybe you wield more and more power. Pizza CEO. Pizza CEO. <laughs> you, you, you made. What if we make pizza? <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> your ideas are radical, con. That's just crazy. But you, ma- you may decide. You may decide to use that power, that pizza power. For, for good and that might be the LGBT cause in Russia and that's up to you to decide when you, if you don't feel like it's the right time I think that's an interesting thing people mm-hmm. often have obligations and it's like hang on that is you you feel some identity to that but you don't need to do that now man just you might find a but time there, in the there's future just, there, it, it just can't because the the truth has to be somewhere in the middle, right? Because, like, at the same time, I don't think it's an individual's responsibility to rescue anyone. When I was reading these, like, horrible articles about, like, millionaire donates, like, hotel hotel rooms to the freezing cold homeless people in Chicago. And was, it's she, like, was she even a millionaire, that, the lady that donated? I don't, I don't know. I think, I, I don't, I, well, there I'm might be two sure. different ones because another lady who, like, rented out a bunch of, like, hotel rooms. Cause it, but it's also, like, it's not her responsibility. It should no, be the no. city's responsibility. There's, yeah. like, there's tax money. My there's point, Exactly. Yeah. See, exactly. So yeah. we can't just keep thinking that, like, I'm going to become famous on Netflix I mean not if but when and then <laughs> I have to like go back to Russia and campaign for LGBT mm, people but, but I, suppose that, I suppose it comes back to this quite pathetic phrase which is uh, doing your bit you know? and, and, that is, <laughs> yeah. and that is interesting because I've you know known Dane a long time and um, therefore witness his social media thread on a pretty much hourly basis and uh, you do and I always see you on a charity gig there's always Dane putting you know a mixture of causes over many years and I don't think that's him doing his bit I yeah. think of him more as a humanitarian than comedian, if anything. Yeah, I mean... I'm not sure he... That's No, it's quite, okay. I'll take okay. that. I'll take that. Yeah. We're, we're too bogged down in labels, man. And, and that's the thing. It's like... it's like, And that's that comes from the fact that, I guess, through my uh, artistic journey, sorry to sound so wanky, but no, I've uh, got to the realisation that, I guess, the biggest observation is that we are a social species. So, for me to observe this individualism... So, I think if we do away with the verb of you owing... and. Right. It, because the idea is that it shouldn't be a uh, commercial exchange, that you don't give a part of yourself for the sake of maybe something in return. I think as a social species, it's important for our own uh, our own personal and mental and spiritual well-being to observe humanism in order for us to be recipients of it at the same time because people won't be able to display a pattern of behaviour they don't observe themselves. So if by you, you know, showing uh, help and assistance to your fellow man then, you know, if someone can observe altruism, then they're able to display it. You know, it's a very, I guess it's a very simple equation whereby, you know, most psychopaths, when they have, they're studied biologically, is that because they don't receive any kind of maybe maternal love or care and attention, then their brains and the centers of their brain, which have the releases, which allow for empathy, they don't develop them. So they, of course, become sociopathic or psychopathic because they've not observed that themselves. Mm. So by the same token, it's like in order for us, you just have to be the change you want to see. So there is no, I guess it's not really owing, but I think that I think where we feel that sense of humanity, whereby, you know, it's reflective. For example, sometimes people cringe at looking at homeless people because it's a reflection of their own, you know, their own vulnerability and how close they may be to the poverty line. So people try and, you know, ignore the presence of it by you acknowledging that then, you know, sometimes that's all that's required is that just for, for a lot of homeless people, just for you to say hello back to them when they speak to you and acknowledging their humanity, sometimes that can be more rewarding than it is to give them any kind of, you know, financial assistance. And I'd say by the same token, you're not, it's not, no, you don't owe anybody anything. It just, I just think that it just, as a social species, it just makes almost biological sense to observe some level of altruism and, and to, uh, I guess, campaign 
for the realization of humanity and everyone else. Mm. Particularly so, causes that you know matter to you. Yeah. So maybe that answers your question. I don't know. Thank you. Yeah, just mm. yeah. Lot to think about. Yeah. Mm. Well, 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 the recording will be in live in the public, and you know how many you know, and you can listen to that back if you're still questioning it. And it oh. might, it might, be, <laughs> <laughs> it might be of use. Um, but that was that was a good question. I like that question. It's a great question. It's a really good question. You were you were worried about that question, weren't you? Yeah. yeah it was no, good. It was a good no question. Need to worry. Um, uh, do you fancy another question? Another question? My question? Yeah, yeah. It's time for my question. Okay. Which and is. It, Rhetorical. <laughs> well, that question was. Yeah, you anyway. don't. Yeah. That, question, that, that question was rhetorical. And I, imagine if that was it. No. Uh, uh, can I also point out for the listeners that can't see that Olga, not only being a great supporter of the podcast, has also gone so far as to represent the same aesthetic as me. So we're wearing the same color scheme. So when the mm. pictures come out, you'll see that we look like the best interracial, international figure skating team mm. representing all countries. Yeah, and exactly. No countries. And yeah. you know, and Olga is a great ice skating name. <laughs> it really is actually it's a good yeah, point yeah. so it's like something to look and Dane <laughs> but you, you're not Torville Olga and Dane's got quite a nice ring to it Olga and Dane Olga Dane that's more coupley. Mm. I don't want to project that onto you that's not your opinion. fair enough <laughs> you know what I love a couple trend that I love mm. is people uh, merging their last names together to get to form a new new last name right nice so instead of double barreling or taking each other's they will just that's a quite Margin. clever idea. Cocktail is not going to work for the children. <laughs> <laughs> that is not going to work for the kids. Probably work for you. <laughs> if you ever went into burlesque, then yeah, Olga Cocktail. Definitely. Yeah. It's nice. Are you thinking about the fact that you can't think of someone to go with your name? What's Tara's well, surname? Uh, uh, it's, it's Button Cohen. So it's 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 Button. Co- Cotton. Button. Or yeah, not as good. I'm happy with just, just keep in mind. But let's you not don't get... like Howard Cotton. Okay. I like Howard Cotton. I'm quite happy as Cohen, really. I lose all my media what credentials surname, without Cohen. What surname does your cat have? Um, Is it a, a double barrel? Button. Oh, button. Okay. Just in the moment, yeah. Okay, I'm trying to work on it. I haven't changed the passport yet. I can't have to go down to the vet and change exactly. the passport. It's sad, though. It sounds uh, like you got, you're in a stepdad position. At some point, your cat might turn and be like, you're not my real dad. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Wait, what is it? What does a cat passport look like? Is it tiny? I, I'm joking. Oh, well, I thought, dog, <laughs> wait, I thought dogs have passports when they fly, don't yeah, they? Ca- this cat barely will ever leave. The, if, if she has to leave the house, she's fucked off. So, like, I'm going to kill, but she doesn't okay. want to go like to another country. Cats, are, cats themselves consider themselves above ideas mm. like nation. I don't know if you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know cats, but they are above like human yeah, yeah. structures like nation and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, you, so. I've never been more jealous at times. We all have busy lives in the world we live in, and, and sometimes I'll leave in the morning and look at the cat on the bed lying there, looking like, just like so happy, like snoring away, just like content. And I leave and I come back, and she's still in doing exactly the same thing as when I left her. And I'm like, fuck you, man. Like, yeah. you've done that pretty much all day. Just lie there. They know, they know, they know that though. They know where they're from. They no, know they've seen, they've, they've, seen they've seen the hieroglyphs. They know that they are, you know, yeah. descended from the goddess Sakmet. They don't give a fuck what you think. Yeah, it's a good point. They've been, they've been around since the since the third, the first dynasty of, along the Nile. They don't give a mm. shit what you think. But also, animals are like, oh, you're going to domesticate us? Then we're not doing shit. That's yeah. how you know domesticity I mean? works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, also, you can't spell domesticity without dom. So you're the sub. <laughs> so get the fuck to work, right? That's yeah. how it works. It's a fair point. Um, but my question wasn't about cats. It, it, it was. Uh, it, it was. It was about. Uh, well, I, I mean, I've seen Olga's show. Uh, I'm kind of fascinated. Thank by... Thank you so much for seeing it. I oh, really I loved it, it. and uh, fascinated by by Russia 
So I wanted to have a Russian-skewed question, if that's cool, uh, unless this leads to some kind of legal proceedings or some kind of problem for you, but I'm sure it won't. Which is, which is, uh, must be it, funny to say that, isn't it, Howard? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm desperately not trying to it's not be to awkward. Joke about that. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh. more interested in 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 your take on uh, and Dane's take on 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 how much do you? When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Do you think Russia has on Trump? If you were to guess or to think of what you know of, of the organization that uh, exists ruling that country, the, the, the scenario that, that has developed over the past two years, where it's like, it, it wasn't like a, oh, there might have been some kind of interference in, a, in an election process. Obviously, there was a, a major effort, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, do we think, it just feels like they've got to have, what 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 is that going on between those people? Your answer can be as stupid as you like, by the way, or, <laughs> or surreal as you like. It can be anything. Well, okay. I mean, I just I just have a lot of feelings. So my no, first feeling fine, is yeah. there's already so much shit that I can I cannot imagine a scenario in which Russia will come out with something that really will um, make Trump supporters quiver in any sense. He's proved that if you're not ashamed whatever you shame me with, I'm not going to be ashamed, right? Mm. So really, I don't think that they have anything other than, like, they could have more. I don't think it's going to change anything because if any if any proof of any kind would would, would have the ability to change things, it already would have. Right. If they have the P-tape, part of me is like, if it's his kink, that's not the reason he's a bad president, not mm. because he has a kink. Not also, so. if he did it because uh, it was the like the bed Obama stayed in and he, he wanted someone to pee in Obama's bed, that's really fucked up and that's really gross, but everybody knows he hates Obama, so this is not the grossest and, and thing again, he did against Obama. A, a big part of the, the whole kink. Yeah. Sure. But also- well, to be honest, if I was a Barack Obama, when I was leaving office, I would have made sure Michelle and I defiled every room in the White House just so big people time. knew that there was African-American DNA in that White House doesn't matter what you do. Right. Mm. So I get that. Before we... Sorry. I'd, be, I'd be wiping myself on curtains and stuff. I'm not going to go and get too graphic about it, but <laughs> I'd have left my... Marked my territory in the White House as a black man, so... <laughs> please, please. 100%. It's important just to flag up the tape. The tape just... You're right. Yeah, that's right, Howard. I would have put forks, <laughs> forks up and down my butt, toothbrushes. Yeah, that's good, right. Good, They'd have to replace all the cutlery there, the crockery. Yeah, my yeah. balls would have been on the crockery. I've said it. Mm. Sorry, I'll be it's here. a nice you, vision. You're saying, but the tape, <laughs> the tape that you're talking about, just to make sure it's clear. Hang what, out in that moment for a second. Okay. <laughs> Nothing he says shocks me ever, ever again. Uh, but the tape you're talking about is the P, the P tape is the idea that he went to this hotel, right? Is that what you're talking about? 
Yeah, yeah, and had r- Russian sex workers pee on him. So this is tr- so listeners, our listeners don't know everything. So we. Oh, know sometimes- I, don't, I mean, I don't know if it's real. I'm just thinking, even hypothetically, if it were real, it would change nothing. Yeah, because it's been been talked about a lot that there's this recording of the roomy stadium where Russian sex workers had he had this thing with them, and then he got them to piss on the bed to shame put shame on the idea that Obama would, it was the really weird thing right it made especially because he's like you know he he's not there or, or coming back right so it's, yeah. it's really weird and I'm sure the but it wouldn't make a difference because he, a lot of people who support him would be like yeah there's a lot of water in pee <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's an interesting point you make there that, 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 that it's it, whatever they have on him might not make any difference. Like we have, to, I just think that uh, the news cycle has constantly been, well, this shit is about to break and this will change anything. Nothing has changed anything. We've known all of the terrible things about him, yet people still voted for him. There's not, there's literally, he has said himself in speeches that if I would go and shoot someone on Fifth Avenue, my supporters would still support me. And that's true. So I don't, I think Russia has been, been used as a scapegoat of like, Russians will finally show this mm. thing. No. Is there anything Sorry. that he could do that could actually get him to lose his base. Yeah, that's my. I mean, I that's mean, a good quest. I get, I get it. It's, it's kind of. I guess that's, yeah. Those questions are very similar because I don't know if, because he went to Helsinki and we had this revelation and his the faith in his base was not shaken in the slightest. So, I, I, wait, the one about cleaning the forest? Uh, was, I think. It, I think it was. Just, it was the first time he had to have the meeting about like you know collaborating with Russians uh-huh. in the first place, and then saying that he felt that his uh, intelligence agencies were incorrect. And they mm. had the wrong information, which he's gonna pay for. <laughs> but I am. Um, but if he came out as, um, as as wanting to transition, just as an instance, that might be a way for him to lose his fan base. Like if he said, "I actually, I've always felt like I was a woman." I mean, he's got his boobies are pretty big already, so you're not too far off. I don't and know. He, and he wears a weave. Would, would that make maybe he like, and fake ta- and fake guns tan. away? Maybe if he, yeah, do, he took I mean, guns it, away, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that could probably be it. I mean, because it's definitely not the fact that, and this is complete conspiracy theory called now over here, the potential reality that he's working on Asia on behalf of uh, Russia as a global superpower in order to destabilize uh, Europe. And I don't NATO. believe it. No? I genuinely don't. I, I think I don't believe it either because I think if that was the intention, they'd probably get somebody smarter to do it. Mm. Some, yeah. Somebody that can tweet and spell coffee, probably. <laughs> like if I was trying to, if I was head of... Like yeah, I that's was, like getting Mr. Bean to do it. Exactly. If I, if, I was, mm. if I was Putin, then I'd like, you know, maybe somebody who won't, like, here's the USB key. I ate the USB key. <laughs> why? Uh, it looked like a burger. <laughs> that's um, why. But, but uh, someone who has an understanding of the Russian... Well, you know, a deeper understanding of Russia than perhaps most people, particularly more people than we've had on this podcast. They, 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 do you believe they're capable of uh, of having this like dossier of stuff that they want to use on him? Or okay, also, I mean, maybe controversial opinion, but maybe Americans just voted for Trump, and Mm. there's been like systems like there's symptoms of racism for ages and maybe they just voted for him it's not russia's fault that he won it's just mm. americans are fucking racist do you think and the, want guns do you think I don't know. Uh, sorry sorry for the listeners could you repeat that entire sentence again but a little bit louder <laughs> that's a uh, music to my ears madam so uh, <laughs> no i mean just like i just think it's it's really silly to be like well if it was weren't, weren't for russia trump wouldn't have won no it's just like there there truly is a shit ton of support for i'm not it. actually saying that my 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 thought process is based around the idea of what is the motivations and what are the 
the kind of like the the the, the, the plan is there this plan that they've got where they've got right, right we've got this guy and he we got him over here and he kind of like stayed in all these hotels and he told us he was going to do all these deals and now we've got all this stuff on him and it, it makes going to make our life so much easier because of this this and this is that is that could that, that could genuinely be the the scenario that's gone on there which is mind-blowing really given i don't th- i don't think any of them are this smart what you're talking mm. about requires so much. And I'm talking both America and Russia. Mm. I mean, and we're Syracuse, sitting in a basement being like, we're the smart ones. Yeah. Uh, but no, th- that requires a level of coordination that Russians don't have because right. the two secret agents that um, poisoned Skripal and Salisbury have consecutive passport numbers. Russians funded a coup in Montenegro through Western Union and the Western Union address that the money was sent from was the secret service headquarters in <laughs> Moscow. They got, like, they are so uns- sophisticated that i cannot believe like that they are capable that would lend to the theory because who's more unsophisticated (laughs) than russian intelligence Mm. donald trump is even less sophisticated (laughs) it's an interesting interesting thread to pull on though because your suggestion is that the uh, all of these conversation about what are the russians up to the secret kgb you know all this stuff actually they're a bit shit you actually everyone's a bit shit i think there's a bunch of stuff that's like there's a bunch of just like People who are trying to make a ton of money, mm. sure. And there's a bunch of proof of that. Um, but she doesn't have a lot of, to be fair. Like, Donald Trump is not a very good businessman either. So <laughs> he, like, was a, he was a spectacularly bad businessman. He's like, not even allowed to manage or be a member of a charity anymore. <laughs> how, who does that happen to? Char- charity yeah. doesn't even involve money. That's why it's called a charity. How did you, how did you mess that up? Yeah, it's pretty spectacular. Yeah, spectacular. But it is a, it is a, I mean, I, I love listening to American politics and as most of us, I'm just right. fascinated by it over the last couple of years, right? And, and, and I just can't get my head around this Russia bit, which, you know, obviously there's been all these investigations and it'll probably be dragging on for however many months and probably years, you know, the stuff will come out. And, and, you know, kind of the idea that we'll never really know what the motivations were of some of those players. Like, what were they really... I mean, we might find out if files are declassified, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's like Olga raises a good point so far as, like, how sophisticated it is and how we react to it. Because, like, you know, so far as, like, whistleblowing and political intrigue, you have Edward Snowden and uh, Chelsea Manning who revealed these things and... uh, did anybody care? Not really. Mm. So, oh my god, such a good point, right? Yeah. So, Where people are like, every, every one of your conversations is being listened to, and you're like, Argh. yeah, but <laughs> look, I'm a rabbit, no, I'm a dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, the same thing with like Russia's constantly used about cyber, like a scapegoat for cybersecurity. Be like Russians data hacking, Russians data hacking. In reality, you use the same password for every fucking account. You are so much more responsible for giving up your data than anyone else. I mean, I think they're evil for harvesting it. I don't think, I mean, I think corporations are. I'm not necessarily sure about like Russia being the key evil here. Mm. I think also the same thing is that like when you do a BuzzFeed quiz, and I'm really sorry, I studied computer science at university. I mentioned it any chance I get, but you're literally giving up data about yourself to advertise voluntarily. I'm when you're doing a quiz, it's like, this is my favorite color. This is where I'm from. So this is glad my you size. came on the podcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> so but it's, glad. But it's just like you're giving away all this data and then you're saying, well, it's Russia that's hacking into it. No, you're giving it away. You're volunteering it completely and you're also volunteering your facial recognition when you use a Snapchat filter and stuff like yep. that. And you know, and, if, and every time, I suppose, your, your thumbprint is released as well, so you're giving away all of your biometrics and not only that you're also giving like ideas to your behavioural patterns if like you know people can by seasonality look at all of your Facebook posts when you're pissed off when you don't want to be at your desk and when you hate your boss so yeah. you and also you are building up a uh, by building up a social network 
they can't get to you, then there are people mm. next to you they can get to as well. I suppose the thing about, and it actually goes back to what Olga was saying about um, them Russians not being very good at it, was that they got caught. And they got caught good for that election. Have you ever looked at some of the Facebook pages uh, that were created uh, as, as part of their push to get people to vote Trump? Like uh, the fake news stuff? Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, I've seen a couple of headlines. Was, well, the, the, if you, if you get a chance to dig in and, and I go and look at some of the Facebook pages, the best thing about some of them is uh, there, there's articles about these I can send you but um, and put on our Twitter feed. But the... Uh, You'll see that they were trying And now things. you're propagating fake news. Well, we're sharing <laughs> articles about fake news. I saw Dane Baptiste tw- tweet this. It yeah. must be legit. But it, it's, it, it's it legit. is, because I tweeted it. <laughs> it's legit reporting of uh, what happened with fake news. And, and there's these, Twitter, these, these um, Facebook feeds where you can see that they were trying something. It didn't really get much of a response. And you can see that they didn't just completely shift. They didn't delete all of their back catalogue. So it'll be like this one particular thing, which would be like, a, oh, Americans for guns. And then it'll be like, oh, they're not really going for this. And it's like, oh, Americans for police. And then it's like, oh, fuck, they've got it. Right, it's going to get all about it. And it's, it's, it's so amazing and the language they use obviously is very basic (laughs) it's amazing that basic language might be down to the fact that like who wants to do that fucking job really (laughs) a bunch of like students and interns and they'd be like you guys go easy see on social media because social media is full of idiots and they gotta find somewhere in that mire of idiots to be like let me insert this propaganda (laughs) that's so boring so you're like oh for god's sake yeah america first you're going to need to do more than that. I Really? Oh. <laughs> Americans first? I just want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> it's a valid That's argument. right, yeah. It just gets quite lazy. Oh, they, oh, you know. Human and then you read it and it's like, one line will just be like a direct quote from Breaking Bad because they're watching two <laughs> yeah. screens and they're like, whatever he's saying. <laughs> Someone says, anybody want a burger? Americans come first for the burger. Huh? Ah, I did that thing you do and someone says something and you write it down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd love to see what those those guys got up to those those must have been the best most funniest rooms in the world best writers rooms in the world I don't right think, i don't think he, they have anything on him more than they have on any other uh, corrupt or any other member of the political elite i think that's just a part of the parcel of being i heard a story mm. about uh legend has it that apparently there was a summit and apparently tony blair and uh putin uh share the same escort so wow i mean you know, she made also, a lot of money that night. Yeah, she, I, I should hope so. Yeah. I should hope so. Retired. I should hope so. Yeah, just chilling. Yeah. We never get to hear those stories. That's the problem. Yeah, one day. Apart from that one time in Billy Piper. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 don't think, yeah, I don't think they have anything on him. I, I do think, however, that upon uh, Donald Trump leaving office, there will be a series of revelations. I don't mm. think you go to Helsinki and insult the American intelligence community without them wanting revenge. Yeah. Like and I don't and it might not, and it might even be politically it'd be like you know he's got a micro dick and like you know six toes mm. and like you know there'll be a conversation when Melania is talking about how small his penis is or you know I think now that that is inherently bad they work very hard people with small penises thank you okay. yeah that was that message was sponsored by small penis men there uh, on can we get some more sponsorship from you guys please yeah not really contributing and uh, thank you for, thank you for subversively uh, picking up bigging me up for my productivity. So. <laughs> I really appreciate that. That was my question. It wasn't cat-based, as you could see. Um, yeah, because I got a question about dicks. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, How small is too small? Okay, sorry. No. Good question, Olga. Good question. I don't have enough experience of dicks, sadly, to know. But, yeah. Well, well how, how small is too small? I don't have enough knowledge. 
I think, well, too small would be, you know, so far as like probably below the legal age of consent is one of the answers to that question. Oh, man. Yeah. So big sentence. Yeah. See, I got dark. And uh, well, there you go. That's what happens when you start talking about dick. It's never it's always going to be dark on this podcast. If you get my drift. What am I talking about? No, no. no. Should we have another question? Yes. (laughs) Oh, God. Help me out of this hole, everyone, please. Um, Yeah. Time for a question. Time Time for a question. question, (laughs) Olga Koch. Nominative determinism has taught me that cock means cook. This is a Teutonic of Teutonic origin, German mm-hmm. word. So my question is, what does Olga cook? Aww. Oh, food. Yeah, that's what, cute. Oh, that's can we can we can we elevate that question and make and go? And what's your sig- what's your signature dish? Yeah, that's I love we love asking people that. What's your signature dish? Oh, okay, that's a very good question. Because we're like we're coming over for dinner. We're not telling you when, but in the next couple of weeks. You're going to cook your meal, the, the Olga meal. What is it? Fascinating. Okay. We're making mushroom tarragon pasta. Ooh. But the key is we're using both olive oil and butter. Yeah. Fuck yes. Double oil. As in... Both, both kinds. <laughs> as, in, <laughs> as in once the pasta's cooked... Your bar comes in a can? <laughs> <laughs> You're okay. It's okay now. You're in the UK now. It's all right. You don't have to have a canned bar anymore. <laughs> Things have changed, Olga. That's all right now. I've uh, changed. I'm fancy now. Yeah, we got, we got spreads and... Like... <laughs> My parents don't recognize me anymore. <laughs> you need been, butter from a tub. Ugh, well, your majesty. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds pretty tasty, though, right? Oh, hell yeah. I like it. Um, Also, the key is, I mean, everybody listening at home probably knows that when you you don't drain the pasta, you just, like, pick it up so it's still kind of, like, slippery from Mm -hmm. the water. So the slippery water that's all kind of, like, floury, Mm -hmm. it mixes into the sauce and becomes really creamy. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm really hungry. Now I was going to say, it's it. really getting me Tarragon, going. quite difficult to get a hold of. So if you do find tarragon in the supermarket, freeze that shit. Use it later. Mm-hmm. Okay, little helpful hints. I mean, we got we went straight to the entree. Would there be any starters or little appetizers? Yeah, what we got? Some starters we, and some. Because you were talking about you were talking about co-op brand hummus. Mm-hmm. Ah, some little specialty, mm-hmm. <laughs> little specialty in the house. It's that uh, thing where you come to a party and you start with that, thinking you're going to be healthy that night, and like mm. four beers in, you're just eating the crust. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we've all been there. <laughs> um, the, I, do you enjoy? Not me and Dane coming over, which you might enjoy, and we'd, we'd enjoy, I'm sure. But um, uh, <laughs> we'd happily come over and eat this food, wouldn't we, Dane? No, we're yeah. not recording, are we? You're just no, like, we are, we're, <laughs> we're to your house. <laughs> just, Do you have any food? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 That's my question. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's all a clever ploy. Um, no, do you enjoy having people over to cook? So feed them? Do you like feeding people? I love feeding people. I'm a huge feeder. Right. I'm a huge, huge feeder. And then, like, the second the amount of people is, like, topples over that you can cook, you do a raclette. Okay, that's a, that's a, for people that don't know, it's that's like in, melted cheese. Yeah, but in, they eat it in Switzerland. And basically, mm. someone in my immediate social circle has one. So mm. I will borrow that. And then right. all you have to do is just buy pieces of cheese and everybody comes over and melts a piece. Mm. And so it looks like a dish, but in reality, all you did was melt some cheese. Yeah. Mm. But you called it a fancy name and you didn't Sweet, have to cook Swiss for Swiss name. I, I love dishes where you're, the, the, the burden of actually cooking is on the person who's eating it. Like if you go to Korean barbecue, you're the one barbecuing everything. And then you pay, so, for, and then you pay for doing exactly. your, all, all the work. Exactly. It's like when, it's like when the pizza says, create your own. Why should I do that? I don't work here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's where they're out of business yeah because yeah, that's not my job you come up with the ideas because I'm not getting paid for them so how do you come up with something that I like that's called market research 
uh, I, I think some people find it very stressful what? having people over to and feeding them. You don't find that, but a lot of people, oh, a lot of people it. get really. I get wound up. Stressful. You get stressed. Yeah, but it's mainly because I'm massively antisocial, and if I have to spend more time around people than I need to, then I'm going to get quite yeah, fidgety. I hate but my also, own company, so yeah, I have yeah. to have people. Oh, okay, all the time. but that, you're saying that having people over because when people come over to you, you can't tell them when to go as easily as when you're at someone's house and you can leave as your own accord. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I normally will leave as soon as I can. Yeah, thanks if, for the food. If, if I don't, can I take I, this to go? Yeah, basically. Depending on who it is, but no, I normally I'll bring. I'll normally try and bring stuff, but. I'm somebody, but at the same time, when it comes to like, if I'm dining with people, I like food the way you could share, sharing stuff like tapas. I'm very much into mm. like sushi and stuff like that. So I'll enjoy that to an extent. It no, depends how often I, I, how, so here's an interesting thing. If we went out for dinner every weekday, which we, which we won't, but we, we should don't. though. No, it's on, it's on we, the list of things for well-being. You should always go yeah. to like brunch with a friend. Sure. And I'd be very up and, for it. I just yeah. don't think we're going to fit it in. But if we, if we could, it, um, if we were always going tapas mm-hmm. after a while, I'd be like, do you know what? I'm kind of a bit bored of this because there is a little bit of politics that comes with tapas, which is like, oh, they brought uh, three shrimp yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, who's getting that? Okay, now next week, am I going to have to remember who got two of those fucking things next week, Dane? Well, you can cut it in half, Howard. That's I don't what want I a half do. of it, Dane. I want a meal. Well, that's not how the world works, Howard. Sorry, Oliver. Sorry you had to be here. Sorry you had to be here for this old... No, it was good to happen. It was planned to happen. It was planned to happen. It's been a long order, time. It's like, if I don't order a steak, mate... Oh, fucking hell. Just have it. Have it, Howard. That's what I say. Just have it. Right? Just have it. If that'll stop you moaning, just have it. If we're not having tapas, then I can just go and have a steak, then you're not having half my steak. Do you see what I mean, mate? I want half oh, the steak. I want to try no, it. No, you can have a, spit, you can have a piece of my steak, but I'm not cutting the steak down the middle how couples dine, Howard. together, Dane. Well, I'm really sorry. To see this, Olga. <laughs> well, that's first time I'm hearing about it too. So. If you're my wife, then fine. But that's a different game because then me and my wife, when we go out for dinner, we order a thing each, and halfway through the meal, we'll switch plates. Oh, that's that's, that's how you do it. First of all, that's adorable. It's very adorable. So, second of all, I love how you started with a really vague question, but then we're like, oh, say you're in a tapas restaurant and so there's three shrimp, and it was like, you're, that's a t- too specific of an example. Howard, how did your last relationship end? I like cooking for people now. It's interesting you like it. You're not sick. I don't mind cooking for people sometimes. I, I just think, I just, yeah. I think it's because I just have issues with the attention span. Mm. So after a while, I'm just like... Big time, big time. Whereas, for example, if I was in charge of liquor, then I'm happy to do that. Right. I'll bring a shitload of drink. And well, yeah, what are your go-tos when you're invited to house parties slash dinner parties? What do you What do you show up with? Uh, mm. I would norm depending on where I go. I'd say, uh, uh, yeah, I normally default to booze, depending on the occasion. Yeah. Dessert um, is an option. Dessert's Dessert a good one option. as well. But I think normally booze, chocolates, like a butler, chocolates is a good one, like, a, like an after but, eight. Yeah, but I guess it depends, depends on the host, and I guess it depends on if I'm aware of what the host might be doing if they're putting in a spread or whatever. But because I have like so I have some good friends who have a Thai restaurant, mm-hmm. so a lot of time Ooh. if I go to like Birmingham, for example, uh, I will go by Sabai Sabai. I don't care. I'm plugging them in my podcast. I love it, these mate. guys. Go for it. Uh, they're in Harborn uh, mostly and uh, in Stafford. So when I go there, I can't really bring them anything because they have amazing Thai cuisine as well as the cocktail bar. So. I can't really bring anything, but they have children. Napkins. I can bring, they got napkins too. So I, I can bring stuff, like, I don't know, I bring stuff for their kids. So Nice. Nice no, stuff for their kids. I mean, uh, yeah, it's an interesting one. You don't know how much you have to really uh, cooking. It's, there's an element of pressure, I think, is the one thing that comes up now and again. I spot some people who don't like that pressure. They really, you know, it's like, oh. You don't have to use a pressure cooker. No. But, but the, 
so sorry. Anyone got that drum kit? This host's uh, jokes are terrible. I hope yeah. the food's better than our jokes. Yeah. <laughs> but then jokes you, good people reason, get so. really uptight. As no, oh, I'm going to fucking like feed people this stuff and they're going to turn around. No one's ever, I've never seen anyone turn around to anyone and go, no offense, mate. This food you cooked me is shit. Okay, I don't relate to that because because you can't because politeness. You can't be like you've invited me into my home, into your home, and you're cooking for me. You can't be like this food is shit. But I did see my friend just cook chickpeas, just like raw chickpeas, and put them in the oven. No salt, no pepper, no anything. And you're just like, mm, I'm gonna you have to selfish eat that. son of a bitch. Do I look like a hamster to you? What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I've had I've, I've actually been to a terrible dinner party where the, I think the first course was like uh, asparagus wrapped in prosciutto, which I don't eat. And then the second, I don't even remember the second course. Let's just say it was, ah, no, lasagna. It sucked. And, uh, Sounds like it. Had yeah. to kind of I thought you liked that, Dane. I thought you liked that lasagna. But, <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> yeah. it, it was fucking terrible. No, yeah. no was... wonder I don't share my tapas with you. Well, yeah. there you go. Well, um, but the, <laughs> I do think that pressure thing is fascinating because it also, yeah, it, it affects how you feel about cooking. And like, I had cooked for Dane a while back, made him some lasagna, and you know what? It was actually fucking good. <laughs> no, it was. No, that was good. That was, was good. good that was good lasagna. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I <laughs> made lasagna. lasagna. If Dane came up to my house for food now, I've, I think I've perfected this new. Um, Thigh fillet marinade, which Whoa. is like kind of like it's got like kind of turmeric, tu- not turmeric, yeah, turmeric and and, and um and salmon and, and, and salmon, you know, stuff. And then I've got breadcrumbs and peanut butter, like this kind of like carved car, car nuts. Oh, okay. Well, we take the peanut butter out and we'll just have the bread back in crumbs, the game, back in the game, bread breadcrumbs, <laughs> and, and it's got a bit of lemon zest in it. It's like really, oh, I was yeah. like, oh, that sounds fucking and, and, delicious. And, and then you do that with some. Um, crispy kale you saute it with some sweet corn and, and, and some roast carrots and that's like a banging meal and, oh. and you know what it's like if you came over I'd be like oh, I'm really confident about cooking you that meal but I think that's the problem a lot of people aren't they get really fucking yeah. mad on that subject my friend uh, Sandeep's his uh, uncle once made a uh, cod masala mm. shit was banging and nice. if I ever told you that's one of the best things I've ever had at somebody's house I'm fucking starving yeah <laughs> one of the best delicious. so I'm going to leave and we're going to end this question with this which is I remember my uh, <laughs> Uh, a friend of our family my, uh, went over to someone's for a dinner party and, and they said, oh, what, what are we having? Uh, and, and they said, oh, we're having um, chicken. He said, oh, I had chicken for lunch today. There's no like, oh, sorry, do you want me to go and fucking change what I've been cooking for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a real shame I had chicken for lunch today. <laughs> fuck yourself, man. Yeah. What kind of a fucking move is that? Lucky for you having chicken twice in one day. There you go. How, what are the odds? <laughs> like the odds oh, you get no. punched in the face if you keep criticising my cuisine. Oh no, I had chicken for lunch today. Oh, what, what, why don't you fuck off home See, that, that kind of attitude would get me real Gordon Ramsay real quick. Yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out of my kitchen. Um, well, we're all looking forward to going to eat pasta at Olga's. Uh, but what's, what's for dessert real quickly? Off the top of the head, go, go. Oh my God, what am I Do you make desserts? Oh my God, do I make desserts? Holy shit. Oh, ooh. I make... Uh, Oh, I just make uh, homemade car- caramel. That's really, really good. Oh, that's, oh, good. that's good. We'll that. that. That's, that's great. So we could just put that on anything. Um, nice. I- I've loved talking to Olga Dane. It's been good, isn't it? It's been very good. Do you know what? You're probably on that list of guests that one day, if we have so many people come on this show that we have people back, you're probably on the list of people to come back, I'd <gasps> Thank say. Thank you. You're that's on so a nice. callback list. Yeah. That's lovely. Because we're going to get to the bottom of this Russia thing, Olga, whether you like it or not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, because um, then we'll have to do a sequel for when Russia actually comes out and it actually exactly. get- gets Trump out of office and you're like, what do you say now? And I'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it back. Where can, <laughs> where can people find you, Olga? We, we desperately, it's important to us, Dane, that we share, isn't it? Uh, my website is rockandrollga.com. I'm on Twitter at rockandrollga. Please come see me on tour. I would really appreciate it. Yeah, it, I, can, I can testify that it is one of the finest 
There's a lot of newcomer shows that happen that get a lot of credit and they're excellent. Which I got nominated for something. <laughs> Dane, definitely, you, you did go. You got that nomination exactly. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I, just, I just like things. <laughs> but but um, it, it really is a full spectacle of a show from start to finish. Video and all sorts of things come into it. It's, go and check Olga's show out, please. I felt very final. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, so uh, yes uh, check out uh, Rock and Rolga and uh, thank you so much for coming and again and thank you thank you so so much for having me it's been a delight good pleasure having you thank you Bye. very formal at the end it was very formal it was very formal you've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything hosted by Dane Baptiste for more from Dane go to danebaptiste.co.uk or follow him at danebaptweets our guest was Olga Koch you can follow Olga on Twitter at Rock and Rolga. The show is produced by me, Howard Cohen. You can follow me on Twitter at the Howard Cohen. Thanks to Polly and Gelly. Subscribe to the show and please rate and review us on whichever platform you're listening from. Thanks for listening and remember, question everything. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.